the way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media outlets, a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online from the hottest issues to trends for our daily social media. Mine, we're joined by Erica. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> it's nice to be back in my seat. Oh, <laughs> it's good to, good to have you back in your seat. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into some of these buzzwords. Uh, Ukraine has apparently published a school textbook that includes for the very first time the miracle on Hangang River. That seems important for us to know. That's right. Um, for those of you who, you know, if you're lis- hearing this expression for the first time, sure. miracle on the Hangang River, uh, it's an expression that refers to uh, Korea's rapid development mm-hmm. after the Korean War. And uh, this uh, revised textbook that was recently published in Ukraine aims to highlight Korea's rise to the status of an advanced country after the war. Now, the Ukrainian Ministry of Education and Science last year decided to revise its education process guidelines uh, to include Korea's development in the world geography curriculum for the 10th grade and that of world history for Mm. the 11th grade. And the uh, official announcement for this revision was made last fall. I mean, considering what is actually happening in Ukraine right now mm. and what will be left of the country to rebuild after the invasion of Ukraine, this might make sense. But let's talk about the revised guidelines. What exactly does it entail? And of course, why now? Sure. So until now, guidelines for Ukrainian textbooks contained content on only three Asian countries, and they include China, Japan, mm. and India. Uh, Korea-related content is being included for the very first time Time, and uh, the same level of importance is being placed on Korea as those other three countries I just mentioned. Mm. Now, in the World Geography textbook for 10th grade students, uh, Seoul is described as a leading financial hub in Asia, along with Singapore, Hong Kong, Tokyo, Dubai, and Shanghai. Busan is also mentioned. It's described as one of the continent's largest ports. Uh, Korea is also given equal mention as Japan, China, and India in economic geography, global politics, as well as trade. Um, The textbook presents Korea's status both in Asia as well as the world, Mm. and it highlights the country's export-led economic model, uh, specialized industries, and relations with Ukraine. And uh, as topics for further study, it uh, indicates the importance of digital technology Mm. in Korea's economic uh, advancement. Now, the guideline for the 11th grade world history textbook includes not only Korea's development and democratization, but also its economic miracle, hence Mm. why we're talking about that term we mentioned earlier, miracle on the Han River. So as we mentioned earlier, the war in Ukraine is still ongoing with, of course, no immediate end in sight. Mm. It is meaningful that in the midst of the bloody conflict, the Ministry of Education in Ukraine is working to look and move forward by learning from the history of uh, other countries. That's right. Um, you know, it, we, we often talk about the Korean War. Uh, you know, every wee- year there are events to commemorate the war and we thank the war veterans that have sacrificed sacrificed their lives to, to preserving the, the peace here on the peninsula. On the peninsula. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, it wasn't that long ago, if you think about it. You know what I mean? In the grand spectrum of world history. 1953 wasn't that long ago in the grand, you know, yeah. scheme of things. Yeah. Yeah. Now, an official 
from mm. the Ukrainian Education Ministry was uh, recently quoted as saying that uh, the country wishes to learn how Korea was able to overcome the hardships of war, the aftermath of war, and achieve its remarkable economic development. And uh, it wants to learn what drove such a staggering development and mm. what lessons it can learn to rebuild its economy after the war is over. When you put it like this, it's mm. kind of humbling, isn't it? And and sometimes I set this aside because we're in the midst of it, yep. right? And we talk about um, the poor economy and how we're not doing so hot compared mm-hmm. to the years of the pandemic, yep. ironically. And sometimes it's uh, easy for me to forget that in yeah. the grand specter of world mm-hmm. history, I mean, how much has Korea achieved? How much has it bounced back from? And does it really come down to the hardworking Korean people? Yep. The short answer is yes. Yes. And education is very important. Too. Yes. It's such mm. a key part of this conversation, yep. Which is why we decided to highlight Ukraine's newly minted mm-hmm. school textbooks. Yep. Now, on to our second buzzword today. Um, even if you've never heard of the group name, you've heard of their song, I guarantee you, because on so many TikTok challenges, yeah. it's their song, front and center. It's very catchy. It's so catchy. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, um, well, my algorithm recommended their songs mm-hmm. because I listen to a lot of K pop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but because it's trendy and, and 50 50 is a girl group to be talking about. That's right. So 50 50 has exceeded 30 million monthly listeners on Spotify. Uh, the quartet is now the the K-pop group uh, with the girl group mm-hmm. with the highest number of monthly listeners on the world's largest streaming platform. Now, according to Spotify, 5050 reached 34.3 million mark as of Friday local time. It shattered the previous record <laughs> set by Blackpink last year uh, of 34.1 million. Mm. Uh, now their viral hit is titled Cupid. Uh, the song also retained spots on the top 10 of Spotify's Daily Top Songs global chart for more than a month. Mm. And uh, it's also going strong on other charts. Mm. Uh, it's charting on the UK singles chart. Okay. It's also going strong on Billboard. Mm. Uh, the track clinched the number 17 spot in its eighth week on its main singles chart last week. And uh, it's been climbing up the chart after debuting at number 100 on March 28th. So the group is the fastest K-pop group to land a song on this chart, which uh, was achieved, the feat was achieved just 130 days after its debut. So they're brand new, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, they are brand new. And they're charting on yep. all the important markers, Billboard, you said, UK's main singles chart. That's right. And the list really does go on. And frankly, I know like nobody like listens to radio live anymore, except our listeners. <laughs> That's right. Can't forget our listeners. On my trip on Chicago, I heard Cupid on radio so many times and I thought... You're kidding. I well, was, it makes sense. It makes sense. Right. And K-pop is really that yeah. hot guy. It's yeah. in different parts of the world, it turns out. And for fans out there, the group is currently uh, preparing for its next release. Mm. They're busy. <laughs> They're keeping busy. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right. If you haven't heard of song yet we're going to play for you in just a minute's time cupid is a title but before i let you go yerica i mean we've been talking about weather peculiarities for months let's Mm -hmm. be honest and it seems like the trend is here to stay ah yes um we're going to talk about uh, a really unusual weather phenomenon over in italy this morning uh in early may six months of rain fell over 
just a two-week span, uh, it broke the years-long drought. Remember we talked about the drought in Italy last summer? Uh, But uh, this time the rain came not in the way Italy wanted, Um, you know, in the span of what, just a few days, another six months worth of rain fell uh, this time in the span of just 36 hours. So in a very short period of time. A lot of rain fell, and it caused a lot of damage. Like, where does that all, all that downpour go right. when it's falling down all at once? So remember that uh, you know the the, the severe drought uh, that yeah. we we you know we talked about it that happened in Italy last year. The mm-hmm. ground was so dry, cracks had formed, and what happens is extremely dry ground becomes impermeable. It, it cannot absorb all that water. So the water simply slid away instead of being absorbed into the ground. So that means orchards, vineyards, and crops that were ready to be harvested, they've been compromised as a result. Now, thousands of farms are still underwater as we speak. Countless livestock have perished or risk starving to death. Mm-hmm. And there are videos that shows uh, livestock like pigs swimming in flood water. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, drowning, essentially. Yep. Uh, uh, so about the damage of the crops and fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. for example, can we have some estimation? You know, the damage experts say is incalculable. Uh, with the most affected sector being that of fruit and vegetables. The damage price is estimated at $6,500 per hectare for crops like wheat, barley, corn, soybeans, sunflowers, alfalfa, and other seed crops. And mind you, I mean, it's not just for human consumption. We take a lot of that, barley, corn, for example, and feed feed livestock. Exactly. Now, the cost for fruit orchards, Mm. vineyards, and olive groves is more than five times higher at $34,600 per hectare. Now, Mm. 40 municipalities with such crops are currently submerged. You know, if the water seeps away, the crops left standing might be able to survive. But the longer the water remains stagnant, Mm. the greater the risk uh, for root rot. The root starts rotting away, which means these crops will have to be replanted all over again. So what they would ideally want to get rid of uh, this amount of water yes. in the shortest yes. amount of time. That's right. And it would probably take years, I'd imagine, before the plantation becomes productive again. Correct. Now, crops that have already been harvested are also at risk. Um, in some cases, the water has also entered the warehouses <sighs> and uh, the wet grain we can't sell it. It's no longer sellable. Okay, so uh, an extreme, uh, I would say, circumstances for the agriculture sector in Italy. Can we talk about this region that has been hit by the latest series of rain? Sure. This region, Emilia-Romagna, is one of the richest regions in all of Italy. The region produces 9.1% of the country's GDP. The area is regarded as the food valley of Italy. It boasts 19 museums that celebrate regional cuisine and products, including... The beloved Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese, Uh. Parma ham, balsamic vinegar, and other delicacies. Uh, There are more Michelin-starred restaurants per capita in this region than any other region in Italy. Uh, Gastronomic tours bring in millions of people to this region every year. It it was, I guess. I have to talk in the past tense. It was one of the most livable places in Italy until now. So you can imagine the shock. And of course, what we're trying to better understand is what could possibly be the reason for the extreme weather. Yes. So the extreme weather uh, that happened this month in Emilia-Romagna, it's perplexing. 
even to experts who say there was no way they could have foreseen such a disaster happening. So an event like the one that happened on May 2nd Mm. might happen once in a century, Mm. but then another one hit just two weeks later and two occasions of intense rain within such a short period of time and in the same region at that, is what is surprising so many people. And it will take experts weeks, sometimes even months and years to figure out what is exactly happening. Undeniable climate change, but the consequence seems to get even more dire every time we have similar conversations. And people have died in this region due to the latest series of rain, too. All right. If that's not a blaring red flag, I don't know what Mm. else could be. Erica, thank you so much for all the updates. A pleasure as always. Yes. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.